Welcome to The Movement with your host, Shannon D. Hughes. In your life, do you celebrate the downfalls along with the peaks? You should. These define you as the person you are and help you learn your way to personal success. Now, here is the host of The Movement, Shannon D. Hughes. I haven't heard my theme song in weeks. Hello, everybody. Welcome to January 2019. It is the 16th, so half the month is already over. So if you have not done any movement, you're going to start today. Happy New Year, everybody. I am the host of the movement, Shannon D. Hughes. Ups and downs, the pitfalls, the victories, and what is to come is what we share on this show. It's the stories of the human spirit we like to connect. I want to get right into this. So remember, every Wednesday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific here on Voice America Influencers Channel. We have a toll-free number if you'd like to call and jump in with my guest in a minute, 866-472-5795. That is 866-472-5795, international. A lot of people were emailing me while I was off. I would, I appreciate it, but we are back international. You want to call 001-480-398-1405, 401 If you would like me to do all the talking for me, for you, you can email the show, Shannon, at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com, at Shannon, S-H-A-N-N-O-N, at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. Show number one of 2019 could not start better with this person I'm bringing on right now. She is a liver of life and a lover of love. She has transformed her passion for education into a full-time career as a coach, author, and speaker. She empowers clients and speaks across the country. She is the founder of Hearts Unleashed, a personal and professional development company committed to empowering people to operate with full freedom, power, and self-expression in every area of life. Hearts Unleashed brand promotes knowing, owning, loving, and sharing oneself. Hearts Unleashed puts an emphasis on introspective reflection and creating life from the most powerful, authentic version of oneself. She is also the author of, I love this title, Giving Up on Giving Up, the memoir of a quitter. She created the Facebook community called Growing with Gratitude. She is the host of Hearts Unleashed, a very popular podcast that I listen to periodically as well. She lives to adventure this world, spreading love, kindness, and joy. January 16, 2019, my first guest on The Movement this year, Abigail. Welcome to The Movement. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate being here. And for getting Ab- to be the first uh, show of the year. That's so exciting. Well, ladies first, as they say, ladies first. You know that's right. So, <laughs> so let me actually, before we even get into it, I want to tell people, I've actually promoted my third upcoming book, uh, The Movement Mastery, and this book is mm-hmm. about me and all the stuff that I've gone through as a entrepreneur and where I'm going and, and things of that nature. And for those who are listening, the person that helped put this book together is the one that we are listening to right now. She is just too talented, mm-hmm. and we'll get into all her other skill sets later in this wonderful interview. But all right, Abby, I got to get all in your business. So let's start from <laughs> let's start from the beginning. Tell us about little Abigail. Tell us what it was like where you grew up and tell us a bit, bit about your childhood. Yes, yes. You know, I'll never forget the first time getting to meet you and you said, "Oh, I'm from Chicago." I'm like, "Oh, yeah, Midwest. I'm from the Midwest too." <laughs> I am so um I I will joke it with people outside of the area that I'm from Chicago, but I'm actually from Whiting, Indiana, right over the border and I'm a right. proud Hoosier. Grew up there. Um, 
it, I, I lived in the Midwest for 27 years before I packed up and moved out west to uh, live in the sunnier states. <laughs> Very smart at this time of year. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I was just on the west coast, and it's it's kind of rainy, but um, I'm sitting in the middle of the desert right now, and the sun's shining down on me. I love it. I love it. So tell us about growing up in Whiting. What was it like? Tell us about your family and your upbringing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I have an amazing family. One thing that I feel is very unique is I grew up in about the same square mile as the rest of my family. I, my aunts ah. were down the road. We, got, we made up reasons to get together. So I just grew up in this tight-knit, loving family who loved to have a good time. And, it, oh, man, I just count my blessings about it because I really grew up knowing what it meant to be loved and to be cared for and to be able to rely on your people. And it's been, it's, it's, it's carried me through my whole life and I've learned a lot from it. And then in my adult years, I've really learned how to navigate the world because of it. So I, um, I grew up. Do you have any brothers or sisters? I haven't asked you that. Do you have Aww. any brothers or sisters? Yeah. I have a little okay. sister. She's not little at all. She's 28 <laughs> uh, these days. We are what you call Irish twins where you're one year apart sometimes, and then you're two years apart sometimes. Yes. People often yes. confuse us as twins, but um, she is my best friend. We are so close, and uh, not physically. She's out in Tennessee. She's such a trailblazer as well. She's lived in Texas and Portland, and I really want to actually give her some props on this show because she was a mover much sooner than I was. I live very nomadic now, but like I said, I lived in the Midwest for the first 28 years of my life, 27 years, and... Honestly, Shannon, until the month that I moved, I was saying I'll never move. It kind of, life clicked for me. Oh, actually, this is funny. Have you seen on um, like social media, it, there's this Netflix series out right now called, it's the Marie Kondo method where everyone like cl is cleaning out their stuff, tossing out old stuff. Well, yes. Actually, somebody brought that to my attention during the holidays. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's just catching fire right now. Yes. I I don't want to be like, oh, told you so, but I read that book two years ago as the mm -hmm. book, not as the Netflix series, and that book changed my life. I did I mm -hmm. did that process where I got rid of about seventy percent of my possessions, and I I like my identity shifted in this process because I threw things away that I thought were like literally pieces of me. And I, I shed the weight of like a lot of past and not in the negative way, but just really had this like rebirth and it caused me to move to California and chase all these new dreams. And it's been such a fun journey. So I'm loving that people are getting into this method because it's a Netflix series now and I can't wait to see like what sort of transformations come from it. Well, now that Netflix is going up on its prices, I'm sure they'll be doing more series like that <laughs> as well. Abigail Gazda is my guest on the movement here today. So Abby, so let, before we talk about the move to um, the West Coast, mm -hmm. and I like this because mm -hmm. the show is called The Movement. And by the way, you were talking about throwing out stuff. I did a motivational minute today. It was called Don't Read Your Junk Mail. And it's kind of almost Ooh. the same vein of what you just talked about. I tell people, stay out of your junk mail. It's called junk for a reason. But that's another mm -hmm. story. But So like it. tell me a little bit, before you picked up that book, yep. what was going on with you? Was there, was there some 
I guess some unresolved dreams that, or was there some things that you wanted to yeah. do that you said, no, you just knew internally, you know, something's not right. T- t- talk to the movement nation about that. What were you oh, going yeah. through that when it started percolating before you picked up that book and decided to head West? Yeah. Great question. Um, so to go, I know you were asking about childhood before I, I had an amazing childhood all the way up through, I mean, I played college basketball and, well, I'm sure we'll get into talking about the book more, but throughout my childhood, I was just really a go-getter, um, quite frankly, an overachiever. And to, so I never quit anything. I was a, a Girl Scout till eighth grade. I was a band member till eighth grade. Like I wasn't my mom and dad, like God love them. And that, that we were taught, like, you don't quit what you start. And so right. I did that. And with that being said, I was in a relationship in, in college and I, we were together for six years. And so like it, it led into marriage. Like we were long, we were together, we moved in together. It moved very naturally. And by that's what really shook my roots was I, when I started something, I stuck with it. And after six months of marriage, my, I came home from work and my husband asked for a divorce. And I was, I did not see that because like, there's so many factors to it. And in retrospect, I can see like how my working a lot or different things, but ultimately to no fault of either of us, we, we weren't super compatible. Like, (laughs) I, like, I'm sure, you know, dating in your young twenties, you don't know all of yourself most often. And I think neither of us truly did in a fully developed way. And so when he said, you know, I don't want to be married. Like, I I think this is a mistake. I don't want to do this. It was easy to accept because it made sense. However, it didn't make sense about like, what, what did, what did I do wrong? I made it about me. I felt sorry for myself. I said, you know, what, where did I screw this up? How did I screw this up? So, of course, I went into a year of feeling sorry for myself and trying to pretend like I wasn't hurt about it. And mm-hmm. so after that, that was before picking up this book. I spent a year really um, hiding that I didn't feel okay. And then I finally got tired of that. And I started to say, like, I could use a hand. I'm hurting. I went to therapy. I started doing the internal work it takes to know and own and love and care about yourself. And I had never done that. I really just stayed busy enough all the time that I didn't have to look inward. And divorce shifted everything for me all right before let's before we get to the delve into the divorce part a little bit um when he when your husband said i don't want to be married anymore and i don't mm-hmm. know if i i i'm gonna let you answer because i think i know the answer were you shocked or were you not shocked when he said that to you i i was shocked okay and it's i remember like because we we were house shopping. We right. were talking about starting a family that summer because this was February when we broke up. And so mm-hmm. um, from love, you know, he, it was just like everything was so easy that I was never, there was no alarm. We never fought. It was just mm-hmm. like 
it made like lackluster, I guess mm-hmm. to say, because there really there was nothing bad going on. Right. It just wasn't full, and that's where like I I learned the lesson that I don't I didn't know all that much about love or right. like what it what husband and wife and intimate relationship like truly means, and that's okay. But I certainly learned a lot. <laughs> um, there you go. So with that being said, it wasn't this full expression, and so. I think that two young people got married, not knowing what all of that means. And, and then when you start to learn what that means, it doesn't like there, then there becomes a new choice to make. And it seems like he was dealing with that on his own, like on his end, but not sharing it because that day, like the moment it happened, hell yeah. I was like, uh, what? (laughs) We're at, and I mean, our, our marriage ended in a 45 minute conversation and it's not, I can't say it enough because there's sometimes when I tell this story, people go, Oh, oh poor you or like, or what his loss? Like, no, no, mm-hmm. not at all. Like, I'm so grateful that he didn't carry that on any longer that we, we yes. didn't have children. We didn't buy right. the house. And so ultimately it was this pretty peaceful departure that we agreed. Like, and one thing I know what I said earlier, I grew up in a loving family. I know that you do not have to work for love. It doesn't have to be earned. It is there. Right. And so when he said, I'm not in this, I don't have that kind of love for you. I don't want to be married. And I, like, I don't want to do what other people expect of me was like, I thought I should have got married. Like, it seems like the time in our lives where we're supposed to do that thing that everyone else is doing. It's just not, it wasn't the thing. And it caused a breakdown. Yeah. And it just, it seems like sometimes people kind of succumb to societal pressure. Like, this is what Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to do. And you wind up hurting yourself even more. If you're going yeah. to continue to travel down a road that you know you probably should not be going down. So I actually give him credit yeah. for even saying that to yeah. me and for you to, you know, say, hey, it hurt. But you know what? I'm glad he said so. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, we are talking to Abigail Gazda here on The Movement every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific here on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Gabby, we got about two minutes to go. Let me ask okay. this question leading leading into the break. When he told you that he didn't want to be together anymore, did did he say or did you say to yourself, what did I do wrong? Or did you just were you just kind of stunned and and you just mm. said, OK, let's get to the root of it. What give me giving it to about, about a minute. Can you tell me um, how you, <laughs> yeah, how you, you felt about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I just really said, like, where did when did this happen? You know, because okay. it truly was like shocking and we didn't have anything leading up to that decision together. He, he, he probably did some sorting out on his own, but for me, I really was looking for where, where did this happen? When did this breakdown occur? When did you fall for love? And, you know, we had that conversation and, it, and we really just decided like, okay, that that's all right then. That is that you know what, and, and we I had two women back on last May that were deal mm-hmm. that were dealing with divorce, and it's they they sound just like you. It's like they a lot of people hear the word divorce and they think d- d- 
doom and gloom. And a lot of times mm-hmm. it can be looked at as a rebirth, not as a yeah. failure. Sometimes you're just altering your course. So uh, hats off to yeah. both of you on that. So I really appreciate you sharing that story. Uh, we are up against the break. Uh, so let me give out the particulars one more time. If anybody have any questions from my friend and guest today, Abigail Gazda, the number is 866. You know, I've been off a few weeks. I almost had to remember what the number is. 866-472-5795. That's 866-472-5795. 472-5795 international 001480-398-1405 you can email me and Gabby at the show Shannon at Shannon D. Hughes the movement dot com that's Shannon at Shannon D. Hughes the movement dot com but when we come back from this brief break we will ask Gabby about that book that she briefly mentioned why she read it what's it about a little bit and what was next on her to-do list after she finished reading the book. We will be right back on the movement with my guest, Abigail Gazda, right here after this. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If your life needs some structure and direction, you may need a life coach. Interested? Contact Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com for a free 30-minute consultation. Trying to find a buyer for your home? Tired of paying fees and commissions? Need to get out of your home quickly with no fuss? Real market experts can help. Get a cash offer on your home today. Our nationwide network of investors will ensure you receive the best price for your home in Chicago and the Chicagoland area. Get started now. Call 1-800-SELL-NOW or 708-887-0795. You can also visit our website at realmarketexperts.com slash IL. Is your credit card processor for your business charging you high processing rates? Do you need an upgrade of your current credit card processing terminal and would like it for free? Let North American Bank Card lower those processing rates and qualify you for a free brand new credit card processing terminal. Call Shannon for a free statement analysis, 708-887-0795 or email Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to The Movement. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send an email, or if you are looking to be a sponsor for The Movement, contact the show via email to shannon at shannondhughes-themovement.com. That's shannon at shannondhughes-themovement.com. We'd love to hear from you. We would always love to hear from you, 866-472-5795. You can go to the show's website, shannondhughes-themovement.com, where I have past episodes. This episode will also be uploaded there later. You can also reach out if you want to be a sponsor of the show, maybe book me as your keynote speaker or a coach as well. And there are pictures and other things. And you can also purchase my two books, Your Motivational Movement, Volumes 1 and 2. They can be purchased there, or you can go to Amazon as well. We are back with my guest, Abigail Gazda, here on the movement she is the host of hearts unleashed 
which is a great podcast, and her company is also called Hearts Unleashed. And just before the break, the thing I love about doing the show is when I get to talk to my guests during the show, a lot of times I wish we didn't have commercials because if we could just talk straight through some of the stuff we would, the people would hear would just be like, oh, my God, I wish we could say that on there. But, Gabby, you wanted to bring up something, uh, as I said before the break, about the my two friends who were on the show back in May. That was called the Me Too Month of May. That was my salute toward women that month. Mm. And her name was Sammy Tucker and Zandra Grant. And they were talking about um, dealing with divorce and uh, that is that, that the D word does not have to be a scarlet letter and, and mm-hmm. talk about a rebirth and just reinvent yourself. And you kind of wanted to comment on that. If you go right ahead, if you like. Yeah, but, oh, you just brought up a whole other topic, too. The D word being a scarlet <laughs> letter is, like, I definitely went through that phase where, like, when I, because I wasn't ready to be divorced, I was like, oh, snap. Like, right. I, I was in that mourning phase to where then, mm-hmm. like, when you turn around towards the light, you're like, oh, I'm on a date again? Like, whoa, I got to tell people I'm divorced? Oh, like, there's a, <laughs> there is a weird phase. But that being said... I love that you introduced that the divorce doesn't actually have to be so gloom and doom. Like mm-hmm. a breakup in general isn't all doesn't always feel good. You're you're admitting that you're no longer aligned with somebody or mm-hmm. that you're on the same path. But when people are going through a breakup or divorce, I really just want to like normalize the natural evolution of us as humans is when I think when I turn and look back on the last just 10 years because I know everyone's doing this whole Facebook share your 10 year photos right now. <laughs> yes, I'm not doing it. Back, you don't need to see I, me. I have not either. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it everywhere. And you know what I like everyone sharing is, wow, I was such a different person then and how many lives we've lived in a matter of a decade or how many more lives we will live like, because the life expectancy is like 80, 90, and 100 now. If you, we get so wrapped up in one breakdown, whether that be divorce or a job loss or a hardship or a death, we get, we get clouded by the, um, like, immediateness that we forget about longevity. And so if, if we could just pick our eyes up off the ground and look at the horizon, a a breakdown like divorce doesn't have to um, like keep us stuck for very, very long. And I get compliments on that a lot. It's like, wow, you're doing so great after your divorce. Like, what do you, yeah, like I'm not going to stop living and neither I, like I invite anyone to find gratitude and the lessons that something like divorce can offer because everything has a lesson to learn. Whew. As I regain consciousness, because she just knocked me out with all that wisdom, that is Abigail Gazda, my guest here on The Movement, every Wednesday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. She's not here every Wednesday, but you get what I'm saying, <laughs> the listening audience. All right there, young lady. So now let's let's come forward a little bit. So you read mm-hmm. this book that you were talking about earlier in the show. So give us the name of that book again and just give us a yes. brief little synopsis of what it's about and how it impacted you to make the movement. Yeah, that's a shameless plug, but go ahead. I want I want to hear this. Yes. I love it. I love that. The movement is so you, Shannon, like every bit of what you're up to. And I just, I appreciate what you're doing in the way that you're sharing it as well. So the, my movement, it, this was back in like 2017. 
I picked up the book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. Actually, I had gotten it two years before for Christmas, and I carried it around as I moved. And then I finally said, like, hmm, it's time I take a look at this. And it's the Marie Kondo method, which is how to declutter your life, meaning Uh. that it's, it's for those interested in a more minimalist lifestyle. And I knew that I was ready to shed some weight, some emotional weight. And I was sitting in my apartment and my life coach, because I'm a life coach and life coaches have life coaches is I'm sitting and I'm talking to my own life coach and he goes, if I look around your apartment, if I'm a professional and I look around your apartment, would I hire you? And I was Mm. like, oh, no, (laughs) you wouldn't. I wouldn't because what I saw was this clutter and not not in a hoarder sense, I love okay. little, well, in Slovaks, we call them tchotchkes, the little trinkets right. that you keep, yes. like the mementos. And I've mm-hmm. got picture frames everywhere and, like, my uh, my mug from prom. Like, just things that you kind of outgrow. I didn't outgrow them. I was still so much this young woman, this little girl, and I just saw it. And so my, my immediate, for whatever reason, I said, I guess it's time to read this book. And I wanted to tidy up not just my external life, but my internal emotional field. And so that book, the first method is throw out the trash. Get rid right. of the junk. It's what you said about the email. Get rid of what doesn't serve you so you can actually spend time looking at the rest of your prized or treasured possessions. And then one of the most key steps of her process is to hold each item and answer the question, does this bring me joy? Mm. That's not a simple, that's not a simple answer for people. Some people have to really think about it. (laughs) Yeah, I need to dissect that for a second because normally our answer is like, of course it does. That's why I have it, right? But sometimes what she explains in the book is everything serves its purpose. So while something may have brought you joy at a time, you keep it around because you knew it did then, but it doesn't now. So you have to answer it from the the present moment. So I'm going to give you a really crazy example. Okay. I, as a senior in high school, I scored my thousandth point in basketball at at my high school team. I was on varsity. So it was like, like all four years. And so I got this amazing start to do have that milestone. And I'm very proud of it. Well, when you score your thousand point, they, they uh, rewarded me or like gave me the basketball. And it, we got in a little trophy case, and I carried that thing around. I mean, it is not a basketball trophy is not a small trophy. And I took this thing everywhere. <laughs> and <laughs> I took that thing off the shelf, and I looked at it, and I said, does this bring me joy? Mm-hmm. And I said, no, it did, but it doesn't anymore. It served its purpose. I have the memory. I have the accomplishment. 
in my heart, in my mind. And then you know what I even did? I snapped a picture of it on my phone mm-hmm. and I dropped it in the garbage. Mm. And it was like, clearly it's two years later and I'm telling this story. Like it was monumental for me. I let go of needing proof mm-hmm. of my successes. Right. I know I'm a successful woman. I know I can achieve anything I set my mind to. And I don't need a basketball trophy from 2007 to prove Mm -hmm. me that. It's almost like some people think that they need something tangible and visible in front of them to remind Mm -hmm. them of what they've done. And I know we keep trinkets, like you said before, Mm -hmm. to, hey, this is what I did and things of that nature. A lot of times if you keep them, you show them to like your your kids or your grandkids. Hey, I did this or whatever. But a lot of times you remember what you've done. And and a lot of times some of the stuff you just keep because you think you're supposed to keep it. But if you don't, if it's not serving you, why are you holding on to it? Yes. Well, and that is a big thing is there's certain things you think that you're supposed to hold on to and yes. those don't bring you joy. It's like a have to gotta, don't wanna feeling. All right. Yeah. So it was, it was very, very cleansing. <laughs> I know it was. That, that, that's awesome. Abigail Gazda is my guest here on The Movement every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. So now you are throwing out all the little trinkets and all the little stuff. Now what? What does Gabby do next? Yes. I packed up my Jeep and I actually, I, so there were a few things that I said, yes, this does bring me joy. It's something that I want to hold on to. For example, like I uh, have high school scrapbooks. Those I thought to myself, I want to be able to look at those and show people those. And those are something worth keeping. So I mm-hmm. packed up a bin and I left it at my mama's in Indiana. Mm-hmm. And then whatever fit in my Jeep came with me to California. I even packed my mom. <laughs> we took a, a 21 something hour road trip across the country and I landed in mm-hmm. San Clemente, California. I lived mm-hmm. there for a year and I, that's when woman Abby really started to evolve and show up. And I got to see who I am outside of, the space I grew up in. Wow. So let me, all right, let me, I want to challenge you a little bit. So on this long 21 hour road trip, Uh I can't go more than, I can't go more than two hours on a road trip. I just have no patience, (laughs) but on this long 21 hour road trip that you took (laughs) and obviously your mom was with you, you were talking to her. Were you at any point asking those questions like, is this the right decision or what do I do when I get there? Or is it too late to go back? Or I'm ready to, I'm ready to take this on. What, tell me what your thought process was while you were on that, on that 21 hour road trip. Mm, Great question. I love uh, fear or that, that like uh, that breathtaking (laughs) moment didn't happen until I landed in California. Um, We went out to eat with some, some extended family and I was like, Uh, my sister drove down from Portland just to greet me and like to really celebrate this move. And I was like, Emily, I don't know if I can do this. Like I got real scared once I got to California, but the whole road trip across the country was so much fun. It was so memorable. 
in a lot of my transformation, I really rebuilt my relationship with my mom. I've, I love my mom so dearly and I am also a very like, I'm highly sensitive and highly expressed and I'll tell my mom I love her so much and she's just, she's very nonsensical. So she's like, God, it thinks out. <laughs> but um, <laughs> when we were driving across the country, we just were story sharing things that we had never talked about before. And for the, one of the first times in my life, I really was experiencing my mom more as a friend than as an authority motherly figure mm. and not to diminish her power as my mom at all or what right. she's done. But, right. you know, you do cross over into your own adulthood where you genuinely crave a, a, a like an adult relationship with your parents. Right. And I really felt like that's what was happening. Like I, I knew it was happening while it was happening and it mm-hmm. brought me so much joy. <laughs> that was, that was really the whole across the country experience. And I remember one day the sun was coming up. We had pulled off at a rest stop just to sleep for a couple hours and the sun was coming up and I'm, it was the most surreal moment to just know I and change, I'm, I'm the one who just, I caused all this. Mm. I just created a new reality by choice. Wow. That, and that I think, really I think a lot of times it's just all in just getting started. Like the, they always say the first day is the hardest. And yeah. like when yeah. I, when I started kickboxing class that first day, yikes, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> that was something. But once I kept going, yeah. It, 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 it was like it was the best decision I could have ever made. And I think a lot of people, and that's why Ooh, I named yeah. the show The Movement, The Movement is because a lot of people are, there's a time to, be, I'm not trying to simplify this or talk down to people. There's a time to be mm-hmm. still and, it's a, and there's a time to move. Um, there's, mm-hmm. been, there's been times I have not moved when I was supposed to. Mm-hmm. And there was times I should have mm-hmm. just not moved and just let things settle before I move again. And I, mm-hmm. I applaud you for doing that because I'm, I'm seeing more and more people doing what you did. Um, like just mm-hmm. say, you know what? I'm out. Throw up the peace sign, pack this stuff up and go and start the business or go home and be an at-home dad or an at-home mom or just totally switch careers. I know a few people just in the last year that just said, you know what? I'm plunging and they're doing it. A lot of them said they were scared to death, but they yep. were more scared to stay in the situation they were currently in at that time. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just applaud you doing that. Um, Abby, that mm-hmm. is, that is awesome. Abby Gail Gazda is my guest here on the movement. We are a minute up against the break. Abby really, really quick. Mm-hmm. So when you got there, what was after you got settled and everything, Tell me some of the mental thoughts here in a minute, what that you wanted to get started on doing to start to branch out as the person you are now. Yeah. Well, I just want to say you, you, I love what you said about kickboxing. The first day is the worst. My first day in California, I was like, what did I jump to? Like, can I make it? <laughs> and then you said every day after that, you're confirmed. It's the best decision of your life. Like I, my heart belongs in California. My soul belongs out there. It's, it's just the highest vibe place for where I, and I love to be there. And so that is what, like, 
it, it's been so beautiful and I couldn't wait to start networking. Like once I got over that first day fear, I couldn't wait to start seeing people. I couldn't see enough of this state. Like I could do a hundred different things for a hundred different days and still not do enough things. <laughs> so California for me just presents so much. It's a land of opportunity as far as like it's beauty. It's, I love being in nature. I also love being near the water and the ocean. So I couldn't, move fast enough. <laughs> right. Wow. And I, I've been out there the last three times in the last year and a half. So I know exactly yeah. what you speak. So Gabby, we are, Abby, we're going to go up against the break here for our final break. Uh, we're going to mm-hmm. hurry up and f- finish this show up because she's got a little bit more to tell you. So we will be right okay. back with the final segment with my guest, Abigail Gaster here on the movement, 866-472-5795. 001480-398-1405 is the international toll-free number. We'll be right back on the final segment of the movement right after this. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Trying to find a buyer for your home? Tired of paying fees and commissions? Need to get out of your home quickly with no fuss? Real market experts can help. Get a cash offer on your home today. Our nationwide network of investors will ensure you receive the best price for your home in Chicago and the Chicagoland area. Get started now. Call 1-800-SELL-NOW or 708-887-0795. You can also visit our website at realmarketexperts.com il. Is your credit card processor for your business charging you high processing rates? Do you need an upgrade of your current credit card processing terminal and would like it for free? Let North American Bank Card lower those processing rates and qualify you for a free brand new credit card processing terminal. Call Shannon for a free statement analysis, 708-887-0795 or email Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com. If your life needs some structure and direction, you may need a life coach. Interested? Contact Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com for a free 30-minute consultation. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Movement. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send an email or if you are looking to be a sponsor for The Movement, contact the show via email to shannon at shannondehughes-themovement.com. That's shannon at shannondehughes-themovement.com. We'd love to hear from you known as the influencer whisperer and multimedia mogul <laughs> for the last 15 years he self-built a social media empire and household brand online he makes it look easy but has put in a lot of time and effort to become one of the one of the most sought after social media experts in his field on the next episode of the movement with yours truly i get to talk to 
Eric Zuli talks about his beginnings as an young actor in the entertainment industry and now has parlayed his experience into one of the largest and most influential and successful social media experts in the world, recognized by Congress, and has also interviewed people like actors Carl Weathers, Anthony Anderson, and the famous attorney Gloria Allred, and many, many others. Tune in next week on The Movement with my guest Eric Zuli here on The Movement, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific here on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We sadly are on the final segment of the show with <laughs> my my guest and my, my buddy there, Abigail Gazda, here on the movement. All right, Abigail. So I said in your read-in, the lead-in to the show, you got this Hearts Unleashed thing going on. That heart thing is something. That's what keeps everything going. So I want you to talk yeah. about Hearts Unleashed, how you came up with the name and what you do with Hearts Unleashed. So tell the audience, educate the audience about that if you don't mind. Yeah, definitely. You know, Hearts Unleashed, I became a coach three years ago. February is my coaching anniversary month. And yeah. I did not start my business until about a year and a half ago. I didn't, like, Hearts Unleashed as a concept wasn't something that I started with. It, it revealed itself to me. It actually kind of fell out of my mouth in a coaching conversation because I said, like someone was saying, who they were challenging me in who I am in the world and the impact that I want to have. And I said, who I am around me, others get to live out loud. I am the possibility of hearts being unleashed. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, there are things you say that come out of your mouth, like who spoke that? What? Ha- <laughs> <laughs> and. That was that moment that I had. I knew what I was doing as a coach, and I knew I was a damn good one. But to declare it with such uh, conviction, I, I found all the confidence and excitement that I needed to really actually make things more official and start building a brand around the impact that I'm here to have. And so I have such a deep commitment that I, like, one of my things I love to say is that like my two hands won't put shoes on every foot. My right. two hands won't feed every mouth, but my heart will unleash the hearts of others and whose passion that is. Ooh. So I want to be responsible. Yes. Thank you so much. Cause like, I want to be responsible for people living out their dreams instead of just dreaming. And that's, the Hearts Unleashed podcast is the slogan, the little tagline is called Turning Dreamers into Doers. Yes. Because I am just so, like, enough is enough on people living a disempowered life thinking that they can't, you know, be here and live out their true purpose. Mm. I love it. And... Yeah. Tell me how, you know, when you are doing your coaching, how your, I don't want to say your students, your clients, how they receive, you know, this outpouring of unleashing the heart. Is it, I'm sure there has to be a shift in them. There has to be, because, you know, you have to, as a coach, we sometimes have to make our clients or our students uncomfortable a little bit in order to kind of break Mm -hmm. free of that mundane, same old, same old that got mm-hmm. that has got them in that rut spiritually, mentally, physically, uh, financially, mm-hmm. in all aspects of life. So tell me what it's like when you're uh, working with your students. Tell me like how you kind of engage them. What's that like for you? Yeah, 
Yeah, great, great question because I, I love to answer it and I, I love to answer it for anybody considering coaching because this is a, it is a blanket answer as well as like for me when I'm working with somebody. Mm-hmm. You can't coach the uncoachable. You, you can't work with the unwilling. And so there is a difference between willingness yes. and re- resistance. There you go. And Yeah. So, pe- I mean, people come to me all the time thinking that I have their answers or I have this, like, great life advice. I'm not a consultant. I'm not a preacher. I, like, I love to preach. Of course I do. But, <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes to working with someone one-on-one, they uh-huh. have their answers. And so one of my very first questions, because I can reflect uh, pa- disempowering patterns all day long, I have to ask and they have to answer. I'll say, are you willing to transform your life? Right. Are you willing to take responsibility for the quality of your life? Mm-hmm. Because it, here, like, it's a little crass, but it's like, I can't pee for you. <laughs> I love that quote so much because like I can't, you, no coach can do, will do it for you. We will guide you. That's what a coach does. A coach stands on the sideline and shouts in sports. They don't play the game. So when someone comes to me wanting me to be their savior, I have to call them out. That's not what I do. That's not the work I'm in. And so it's a, it's a very interesting uh, game because most people do come to the coaching conversation disempowered about the way their life's going. But I have, I've told people, I go, here's the, here's the straight and narrow. You're not sick of it yet. You're not right. dead tired of your repeating patterns and results. You are not tired enough. You are not willing to make the shift. You want someone else to do it for you. And right. that's what you get paid to do as a coach is be a really powerful reflection. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that work because I never not say it from love, mm-hmm. but I've had too many like experiences in my own life where I'm looking outside of myself and the most powerful people in my life has, have just said, like, knock it off, Abby. It's not outside of you. Mm-hmm. You got to cause this. You got to make it happen. You got to make the choice. And I don't like to hear it, but I know it's the truth. <laughs> right. So yeah, wow. when I'm working with someone, that's how that's how that goes. <laughs> I love it. I love that. Um, I want to, this book. This title is one of the best titles of a book I have ever <laughs> I have <laughs> ever come across. Giving up on giving up: the memoir of a quitter. Oh, please elaborate. Yes, yes, I will. Um, <laughs> it's really about giving up the limiting beliefs that hold you back so that you can create a life you love. And this book really, um, my, the way that I write is the way that I speak. So the way that you hear me on this radio is what you're, you're going to, like, my, one of the best compliments is someone's like, I, I read your book and it felt like I was sitting having coffee with you because mm. it's just me in written form. And I love that so much because I'm talking to, to chronic people pleasers. I'm talking to the, the perfectionists and the overachievers who 
think that external validation is going to cause their fulfillment. That's what that book's about. It's about giving that BS up so that you can live a life of purpose and passion. Straight and to the point. All right. Yeah. I know you have I know you have some things coming up, so I would love for you to tell everybody what you're doing, where you're gonna be at and what's coming up. Please share with the audience. Yeah, you bet. Um so the thing I'm working on right now and so excited about is the permission to be retreat. And that's actually going to be in Whiting, Indiana. So all my Chicago listeners, I am right in your area February eighth, ninth, and tenth. And it is an application-only process because I'm keeping it small, I'm keeping it intimate, and it's for people who are saying enough is enough and I'm ready to live a more fulfilled life and and I'm really going to be supporting people in finding their true life purpose because something I explain in the book is our life purpose doesn't show up in a title like teacher, which I was before, or mom, or uh, coach, or anything. It's not a title that gives us our, our life purpose. Our life purpose is a much more soul-centered mission, and it's not actually about fixing anything that's wrong with the world. So I'm going to be doing that work at the retreat, and the permission to be retreat is exactly that, permission to be your fullest self. And you get, a, you get a lot of group conversation and one-on-one conversation with me as a coach and in a powerful, supportive community to do that. It's all-inclusive. So um, the sleeping arrangements, the meals, everything's planned for everybody so that they can just show up and be present. It's a very unplugged event. And so it's going to be a chance to quiet the external noise. And so you can listen to the whispers of your heart and really build a new life out of that. Wow. And that's the permission to be retreat February 8th, 9th and 10th in Whiting, Indiana. How can people mm-hmm. reach out to you and get more information and try to apply for this? Yeah. So it's, you know, it's a small world now. Social media is available. You can always message me directly on social media. You can also mm-hmm. visit abigailgazda.com. There's some more information on there. And that's my name, A-B-I-G-A-I-L. G-A-Z-D-A.com. And if you go to the programs tab, that's where all of my offerings, my coaching, my retreat, there are a lot of other programs and I do keynote speaking as well. So if any of this message is serving you or you know it would serve your community, I am, I'm for hire. <laughs> I'm always available. I love, I love, I love sharing the Hearts Unleashed message. I love AbigailGaza.com. I will post that later on uh, my social media when I replay the show. Permission to be retreat February 8th, 9th, and 10th in Whiting, Indiana. All right, young lady, we have two minutes left in the show. I would love for you to do unleash your heart for these next two mm-hmm. minutes and just tell, just leave people with a positive message going forward here in 2019. Please, the floor is yours. Mm. Thank you so much. I really want to say to any listener, Oh, man, I want to get all mushy-gushy. I can't help myself, but, you know, it's like I'm on a side of a tunnel and you're on the other side and just I'm speaking through that tunnel. If you know you are meant for more and you've really been questioning that lately, I want to stand on this side of that tunnel and promise you that going through the darkness and facing what you think you're afraid of 
will is is worth every bit of the experience uh, to experience yourself as capable to truly understand and accept that your potential is limitless and readily available to you i just i speak to any heart who is yearning for that permission to be and i don't like i name everything what I'm already talking about because it's so authentic. And so I just really am speaking to anybody who is staying up at night wondering what's next for them. It's worth exploring and it's worth stepping in that direction. Hearts Unleashed is her, her, her brand and it's also a podcast and they can just find that podcast on iTunes, I assume? Yep, iTunes and okay. Spotify for my, all my friends and Android lovers. <laughs> great, great. And please tune in to that as well. Abba, Abigail Gazda has been my guest here on the Moomit, the first episode of 2019. Abigail, mm-hmm. I have loved listening to this. Thank you for helping me put my third book together, which will be coming out pretty soon. Thank you for sharing the movement that you started, and thank you for being part of my movement today, sweetheart. Love you. Thank you very much. You bet. Love you, too. Thank you so much. That is it. First show of 2019. We got plenty more to come. Eric Zuli will be my guest next week, the social media entrepreneur and mogul. He is just a rock star. Uh, he and I are also collaborating on some things together. You don't want to miss that. Please go to AbigailGazda.com about her retreat, February 8th, 9th, and 10th in Whiting, Indiana. You don't want to miss it. I may have to be there since I'm really close to that area as well. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Shannon D. Hughes, the host of The Movement, every Wednesday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, here on Voice America, the Influencers Channel. You know what? You can't get anywhere without any movement in your life. A lot of you all have been still even 16 days into the first month of the year. After you hear my voice, get, get off of this and start moving. Yeah, you've been still long enough. The time is always now. It's never tomorrow, and yesterday is already gone. Please make your move right now. What do you have to lose? Listen, if you heard Abigail's theory today, that should tell you everything you need to know. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in every week. I really appreciate you. I love every last one of you, and there's nothing you can do about it. And again, (laughs) you need a little movement in your life. Get to moving. See you all next week. Follow us on Twitter. Thank you for joining us for The Movement. Your host, Shannon D. Hughes, invites you to tune in again for another edition next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel.